This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, September 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom vetoes AB 616. Water Board raises fees. Chair has carbon market questions and widen intent on new capital gains tax. Newsom vetoes AB 616, a VFW bill on union elections. Governor Newsom has vetoed a bill sponsored by United Farm Workers that would have added a vote-by-mail option with ballot card elections. Significant changes to California's well-defined agricultural labor laws must be carefully crafted to ensure that both agricultural workers' intent to be represented and the right to collectively bargain is protected and the state can faithfully enforce those fundamental rights, Newsom wrote in his veto message. He said the bill contained various inconsistencies and procedural issues related to collecting and reviewing ballot cards. He directed the Labor Department to work with the Ag Labor Relations Board on new policies for lawmakers to consider instead. The decision drew immediate praise from Western Grower CEO Dave Puglia, who argued the bill would have dismantled the secret ballot election for farm workers. Governor Newsom has sent to Sacramento lawmakers the clear message that card check has no place in California, according to Puglia in a statement. California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson said it means that strong-arm organizing tactics and coercion have no place in California agriculture. Meanwhile, UFW had organized a 260-mile march from Farmersville to Sacramento to urge Newsom to sign the bill. The workers were marching toward the French Laundry on Wednesday to meet with Newsom. It's a tough battle, the group wrote in a petition to its members. As you can imagine, nearly all the associations of growers and agribusiness are lobbying against this bill. Water Board approves another emergency drought regulation. The State Water Board yesterday approved yet another regulation enabling the agency to add further curtailments for protecting fish species. This one targets deer and mill creeks in the Feather River watershed of Northern California. Irrigation companies pleaded against the rule, arguing the voluntary conservation practices have been enough to provide the minimum flows needed for downstream fisheries. The regulation also sets limits on lawn watering in the area. Water Board raises fees again. In a busy week for the board, the agency also approved a series of rate increases for stakeholder fees. It includes a bump of more than 15% each for confined animals and ag lands regulatory programs. Waste discharge fees will increase by 17%. Several ag leaders call for a strategic review of the fee structures to better assess how the revenue is used and where costs can be reduced. We're just asking for the budget process to be modernized and reflect what's happening on the ground level, said Ag Council President Emily Rooney in referring to the drought and reduced acreage to meet groundwater sustainability. Vilsack warns ag companies to solidify cybersecurity as harvest begins. 
Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack is warning farm cooperatives and state ag directors to stand ready against cyber attacks as harvest gets underway. Vilsack's comments made to the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture meeting attendees yesterday comes after Russian group hacked Iowa-based new cooperatives computer system and demanded a $5.9 million ransom earlier this week. He said cooperatives should make sure they have their technology systems in place and hardened against any kind of future attack. I would strongly encourage all of us as commissioners, directors, and secretaries to encourage our co-ops in our respective states to do what they need to do, to learn what they need to learn, to make sure their systems are hardened against any kind of cyber attack, Vilsack noted. You can read our full reports at agripulse.com. And on that note, the web servers for UC Agriculture and Natural Resources suffered, quote, a massive and relentless bot attack on Wednesday, that according to the division. Their team was able to reboot the system and kick out the bots within a couple of hours. House Ag examines carbon markets. House Agriculture Committee Chair David Scott tells AgriPulse he wants to make sure that carbon markets are going to be workable for farmers and won't harm food production. We have to make sure agriculture is at the point of the spear when it comes to our policy, Scott said in an interview ahead of a committee hearing today on carbon markets. The witnesses will include critics of carbon markets as well as discussion of a variety of approaches to paying farmers for carbon sequestration. A representative of agribusiness giant Bayer will talk about its carbon payments program, which rewards farmers based on their soil health practices rather than the amount of carbon they are sequestering. Scott suggested he has concerns about the latter approach, saying there are no definitive ways of measuring carbon sequestration. As for the effect on food production, Scott posed this question, to what degree are we hurting our food supply if we're turning our farmers into carbon sequestration experts as opposed to what they do, growing our crops and tending to them? Why it matters? Well, the House is set to act on the Senate-passed Growing Climate Solutions Act, which would put USDA in charge of certifying credit verification services and farm advisors. Capital gains tax remains at play. Although stepped-up basis appears to be safe for now, Senate Finance Committee Chair Ron Wyden is continuing to press for legislation that would prevent wealthy people from passing property to their heirs without taxes on the capital gains. Wyden's idea, called Mark to Market, would impose taxes on capital gains every year, not just when assets are sold or when the owner dies. President Biden raised alarms among ag groups by proposing to tax capital gains at death, effectively nullifying the benefit of stepped-up basis. I'm going to push very hard for the mark-to-market provision to be added to the budget reconciliation bill that Democrats are currently negotiating, Wyden said yesterday. The polling shows that everybody believes they, the wealthy, ought to pay something every year. By the way, Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, who's a member of the Finance Committee, assured reporters yesterday that farmers would be protected from any new capital gains taxation. Anything that's done would be very narrow and related to investors, the Michigan Democrat said. Here's today's She Said It. 
without agriculture really being focused and loud about it, we're not going to be able to make that happen. That Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan imploring members of the United Fresh Produce Association to lobby senators to pass ag labor reform. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, September 23rd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.